Fantastic. I think it's well. I don't know if it's a, it's a good time for me to uh, proffer some of my theories about like what constitutes being in the navy now, or whether mm-hmm. I should just pepper the recording with um, with with my with my thoughts with my thoughts and feelings. I feel I feel like I want your grand unified theory of what it's like to be in the navy. I've never been in the navy, mm-hmm. and the navy officers I've worked with. Um, how put it this way. Someone described the mo- a guy who's an actual jazz musician did a review of the movie Whiplash and he's like this is a sports movie except it's about music mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. best way I could describe it in a similar vein all of the interactions with the way things go down Top Gun is basically a movie where it envisions the Navy being like the Army and the Marine Corps in terms of how officers get along with each mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. and there's so many things about it that are, that that are funny but like they make sense if you've sort of watched a lot of boot camp films but like they just would it wouldn't go down this way and so i guess and the best way to describe it not to be that nerd about like oh it's not accurate but more, it's more like it's suspension of disbelief because in real life uh every single one of these guys is like super super into the rules mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't make for a good story just, like it's top gun but everyone's ice man <laughs> Yeah, basically, yeah. Everyone's Iceman except uh, with the with with the physique of out of shape goose mm. and the sense of humor of the guys doing the legal review who are actually in the Navy and not actors. Mm-hmm. Basically, that. Okay. Yeah, it's uh. And so, um, Phoebe, okay. I I welcome your okay, theory so, on what so, it's like so, to be in the so Navy. Here, so here's my theory. I suspect you're not going to like it. Uh, these mm. these people, uh, they're not they're not in the Navy because uh, they're not in a boat. <laughs> if you're uh, not in a no, uh, no, 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 see, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, no, 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 mm-hmm. but like the Navy actually has like the biggest air force of all the American armed forces. That's what you're going to say. However, no, that's not true. Or, well, it's certainly like it's certainly a it's certainly a big one. It's got a big it's one, but big it's, one, it's there. It? The, the air force, the air force has more planes than the Navy. Yeah? It's just that the Navy does a certain mission with its planes. But continue. Okay, well, that's okay. That is something that I'm willing to accept as a correction because that sounds correct. However. Mm-hmm. If you are in a boat, then you are in the Navy. If you are out of the boat, you are no longer in the Navy. If you're in a plane, this you're not in the Navy. This includes old people on cruise ships. It's, yes, yes, exactly. In the Navy. Yeah, and in fact, I've written. Uh, in fact, I've written a note to this effect, which is: if you are swimming, you are in the water, and war breaks out, you are automatically drafted into whatever the nearest navy happens to be if you are swimming and if you're swimming uh, and, i think you get drafted into the marines no you get no it's the navy because you get you get kind of hoiked out of the water and put on the nearest boat <laughs> and then you are in the navy if you are swimming when war gets declared that's kind of your own problem that's your that's that's like that's not my problem that's your problem so but if you land your plane and you then step out of the plane onto a boat are you in the yes, navy again you are. So that so their 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 naval status is suspended when they're airborne. That's, otherwise, that's right. Because yeah, uh, being in a, being in the navy is a is a fluid and uh, mutable state, and it only and it only kicks in when you are on a boat or in or or up. <laughs> or a submarine. I'll allow a submarine. Some, something some, something that I appreciated about this film, although it doesn't in any way attempt to be realistic in terms of the situations oh they did make the point i suppose in the plot that the missions they get sent on are actual navy fighter pilot missions in the sense that they are securing airspace around boats so you know the navy has boats because or rather the navy always has boats the navy has planes because Mm -hmm. they have to take off from aircraft carriers primarily to 
do uh, air-to-air missions or air-to-sea missions, but it's it's to protect the boats. Because at one point they were talking about the MiGs and the last dogfight, and he says, you know, these guys have Exocet missiles; they can launch them at a hundred miles and take out boats. And so that at least there's a certain degree of like, okay, this to the layperson who doesn't understand the military, you can sort of see like, oh yeah, the Navy has planes to defend its boats, and mm-hmm. that's that's what they're doing. But uh, I feel like. Something that I love about this film, well, is just that like everything is in service of the plot, even if it makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you, I mean, I'm, it, it's not even like getting dinged for points on military accuracy. It's just very funny that like he makes a big show, for example, of quitting the school, but then he graduates the school. Mm-hmm. Um, he constantly is doing things that would fucking get, like, literally get his life, his credentials taken away. Like, disobey like like intentionally fucking with the air traffic control tower like i can't think of a faster ways to go to jail as a pilot and uh <laughs> not only does this happen but he's constantly doing it they're like oh that fucking guy you know it just becomes the, the guy has to comedy uh, spill about, the coffee on himself again uh yeah it's part and, of the naval and, tradition. Uh, and knock over knock over the poor sailor in his his dainty neckerchief uh while he's carrying more coffees yeah mm. it's um there's an extent to which everything about this film is centered on Maverick is just like this warrior samurai mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a sensitive side and and he he like a like a billionaire with advisors telling him all only what he wants to hear Maverick bends reality around him and it's stupid as fuck as far as plots go but it's so fun to watch because it's just sort of like he's just this untouchable guy mm. and uh and he's just constantly being a badass and it's like as a kid, as a teenager seeing this movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's, yeah, it's whatever. Now, having having been in the army and now out of the army, you realize like how annoying this guy would be in real life, mm-hmm. how much you would fucking hate him and how much everyone would want to get rid of him. And yet, like you can't stop watching because it's hot Tom Cruise. Mm. Mm. Um, I just remember I just remembered why we chose Top Gun and it was supposed to be like our kind of our Pride Month special, but it's also coming. <laughs> but it's, also com- <laughs> it's also coming out in August. So I so I just. Yeah, yeah. Playing playing with the boys is the real meaning. Playing of, uh, with the boy. Uh, well, ah, okay. This is interesting. I also have another theory about this film, mm-hmm. and that is is that Maverick is a lesbian. <laughs> 